It's time to handle your business with Sis Start Your Business, a podcast teaching you how to start your business, how to handle your business, all with God's guidance. As a business owner, one thing you will have to learn pretty early is how you need to be strong. Now, what exactly do I mean by strong? Because that term can mean a few things in business. One would be strength to keep your head up even during the times you want to give up. Two, which is what we are going to be talking about now, is building a wall, which is something that I had to learn the hard way and that I'm continuing learning. I heard this story uh, from a meditation app that I listened to called Soul Time. And the host said, you have to treat your spirit like a home. Would you leave your home unlocked and allow anyone to come in? No, we wouldn't. Same thing with our spirit and how we need to protect our spirit while owning a business. You know, it's hard to say it, but you have to separate business from friendship. And this goes with your clients, your independent contractors or employees. You need to set up a wall. Now, that doesn't mean be mean. Treat them with the respect that they deserve. It means to protect yourself, which takes some strength. Not everyone is your friend. And with that being said, I want you to meet Amber, who's not only a business owner, but her strength shows inside and out. And she's going to teach you guys and me too while listening to this more about this and also tell you guys more about herself as well. So, hey, Amber, let's start by having you tell us more about yourself. Hey guys, my name is Amber, CEO and founder of Meraki. Meraki is a fully botanical hair care line that I started myself in my kitchen that is infused with gemstones, which would create a high vibrational line that is powered by plants and also creates a high vibrational line. It is the evolution of hair care. I started because there were a lot of toxins in products after I became pregnant with my daughter and just started a fully clean lifestyle and wanted to definitely not put any toxins in her body. Also started um, getting into meditation and yoga and using gemstones on a daily basis as a form of healing. I love that. And so just to let you guys know, I tried out your product, right? And I even did a video of it. And I love her product so much and even the smell of it. Like right when I put it in my hair, I was like, oh. Ooh, Thank this smells you. so good. At the end of this podcast, she's going to tell you where you can find and purchase her products and her Instagram and all that good stuff. But we want to learn more about you personally, too. So what made you start your business first? But also tell us how you became the person that you are today. Growing up, I lived with my dad and my two brothers. We had the help of my aunt who raised us as well. My mom, unfortunately, dealt with drugs, you know, the earlier part of and later part of my life as a kid and also like a young adult. So my dad kind of took me under his wing. Like he tells Mm -hmm. me the story where he was kind of taking me, my brothers lived with him, but he would take me back and forth to daycare every day. And then I would say to him one day, I said, like, why do I have to go back when I could just live with you guys? And he just Mm -hmm. never took me back ever since. So... Yeah, he is the best dad in the world. He actually passed in September. Mm. So, but he was definitely like the closest person to me. Oh, that is so, yeah, that's that's amazing. And that's why, while you're here today, because that's where you get, I can tell that strong personality that you have. Before then, how did your personality create 
go into how you run your business right now? Yeah, so for sure. I feel like growing up with brothers, it definitely made me like rough around the edges. Like they Mm -hmm. made sure that I was tough and, you know, I really wasn't too much of like a girly girl because I would want to do the things that they did, like climb trees and, you know, just go outside and be rough with the boys is Mm -hmm. pretty much how I live as a kid. So I feel like that helps me a lot in business because that was kind of instilled in me. And so, you know, if someone would mess with me, like my brothers would take me outside, like, who is it? And instead of like sticking up for me, like they put me there, like, no, you need to handle it. So Mm. that helps me a lot when it comes to business as well. I can see that strength. Yes. And a little story on how I met you and why I really wanted you to be on this podcast is you came to me because you needed some labels for your amazing product that you have. And I met her in person. And right when I met her, I can already tell in the phone call that we have, but right when I met you in person, I was like, this girl, not in a bad way, but I was like, this girl shows so much, so much strength that I do not really see from any females. There's a lot of females out there, especially us as black women, how we have to portray being strong. But then a lot of my clients come to me almost like therapy in a way, almost like therapy to where they just kind of take all those everything off. And then I see their true emotions. But with you, that has not happened. You are strong from T to T to T to T. It's like, that's who you are. And I wanted you to, to come on this podcast because even for me, I always show people how to market their business, how to brand. That's what I'm an expert in. But when it comes to strength and not being the nice lovely hearted person that I am because people can take advantage of that. And we'll talk more about that too, but learning how to be a stronger me, learning how um, people who are listening to this to be a stronger them and not let people take advantage of them, especially within their business. So I know that you have some top tips, top advice that you want to start off by sharing that I feel like people really need to hear to get this started. Perfect. And before we kind of go into that, When I think of strength, there's also something that comes to mind, that idea of being vulnerable about what you've been through. Because for Mm -hmm. me, when I think of strength, like the real strength comes from your adversity and what you've been through in life. Yeah. And being able to be vulnerable and actually like just appearing as yourself despite the fear, despite the trauma, despite, you know, those ugly things that you thought were really ugly, but then they, you kind of blossom into this person. So when I think of strength, like I just think of the things that I've been through and just like understanding that God will not put you through something to make you weaker. Like at Mm. the end, you'll always be stronger. And those are the strongest people. Like I, I definitely feel like that. But, you know, a lot of times they're afraid to show up as that person and what they've been through. But there's this, I don't even know the word, like once you are able to appear confidently in that space, like there's just this wholeness of a person that you appear. And I feel like you talking like right at me. I just, I feel, and then just like a little transparent story, because in this podcast, it's all about being real and being transparent. So there is something that I expressed to you earlier that people might have went through as well. So growing up, I did grow up in 
more so of a mentally and physically abusive household. Although I have forgiven my stepdad and he actually just called me last week and he said, I want to apologize for anything that I have ever put you through. I want us to start fresh. I want us to be friends and I want to apologize. And that was like a big stepping moment for me. So everything that you're saying, what you just said earlier, as far as Everything that we went through, not making us a weak person, but actually strengthening us. God putting us in that position to strengthen who we are. And I'm thinking of it as the opposite. I'm thinking of it like I was raised like almost in a dictatorship in a way. way. So I'm feeling like because I was raised that way, it's made me a weaker person or a nicer person and not wanting to step on anyone's toes. But what you just said really just hit a core to where it's like, no, I need to think of it as the opposite. Right. And what it is, is... When you tell that story, it shows who you really are. Mm -hmm. And people don't want to show others that side of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they want to show you how they appear. But they don't want to be judged with the ugly things that they've been through. But it just makes you who you are. So, I feel like once you become okay with that, then it's just such a freeing. Yeah. It's just like a release. Yeah. It's a release. And that's why I wanted to share that with you guys on here. Cause there's a lot of people other than myself who has been through a whole bunch of people, even people who were on the opposite side and are maybe the mom or the wife or the girlfriend, just sharing that with you guys here and just getting some tips from you while you are here to get us females pumping and getting that confidence out of us. Perfect. Yeah, so I do have a few tips that I think would be very helpful. Number one would be to exercise following your truth and trusting God and being confident with the idea that all the answers are inside of you. You just have to pay attention and be focused with less distractions and connect with God. So I want to circle back to the idea that a lot of females and female founders have a problem with saying no. You know, there may be an event that I'm scheduled for and I feel obligated. It's like I don't have to feel obligated to do that event if I feel uncomfortable. Mm, Yes. You know, so if I'm in a space to where I'm focused and I can kind of tune in to, wait, this doesn't feel right, I can confidently say no to something that is not in alignment with myself, my brand, or even my values. Yeah, without that whole thing of feeling judged and then thinking negative of us. Exactly. So um, number two would be um, loving yourself beyond your flaws, um, your mistakes, your heartache, um, beyond the guilt and beyond the trauma. One of my favorite quotes that I've been kind of, you know, telling young women who follow me on Instagram is that it's a beautiful journey, but it's not always pretty. So I want to make sure that I'm showing them, you know, not just the glitz. It's like, this is not, it's beautiful. Like, but I relate it to a butterfly. It's like, this Mm -hmm. is a process. It's not always going to be, you know, I'm getting up and putting on my Gucci or my Louis Vuitton. Like, it's not always like that. I was just telling Jahara yesterday, like, yeah, most days look very crazy. Like, my hair is not done. But listen, this is the grind. Like, every day is not a glitter show, okay? You can't work and be a glitter show at the same time. Yeah, that actually, especially now with social media, is affecting so many women mentally. Because they see this and they think, 
I have to be that way. I need to make a lot of money so that I can be able to afford this and this and this and this and this and that. It doesn't have to be that way. And it's like, do what you can and make what you like to do things that make you happy. Within. That go, within. And that goes back to loving yourself. Yes. For example, you love purses. Me, I love video games. Yeah, if you I want, tell me about that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> if I might not buy a purse, I don't even have a purse. I have my, my diaper bag holding my it. laptop. I love it. <laughs> holding I mean, my laptop. But I will buy me a darn video game. That just shows you the tomboy in me. Yeah. Or buy me a new TV yeah. with, like, all these gits and gadgets, and I'm excited. So do what makes you happy, and that goes back to loving yourself, too. Exactly. And I know we didn't go into a lot of my story. You know, I'm just starting out, and this is actually my first podcast. So I'm always, there's so much that I'm always like, where do I start? Like, I mean, I could go on all day with the things that I've been through, but what sticks out for me the most with my story would be um, me getting out of an emotionally and physically abusive relationship. Mm. Yeah, which was a traumatic experience, but I feel like it made me stronger, even when it comes to making sure that I am having the correct discernment about the people that I have around me, whether male or female. Like, those are things that you pick up on mm-hmm. that when we were younger, we would say, I kind of saw those signs at the beginning, but I ignored it. Like, I'm not ignoring those signs anymore. So yes. I feel like those type of things are very important as well. The word Meraki means to do something with love, soul, and creativity. So for me, um, Meraki is pretty much getting back to my source of who I am, like my yeah. full, um, the essence of myself and being creative with my Life, So it's not just products. I know it looks like that, but it's really like me evolving as the brand itself evolves. And that's just so, and this whole time I'm telling you this and I'm just now hearing this from you too. And that's, to me, it's crazy because usually when people who are in abusive relationship, when it's, it's them personally, me, I was a child. Yeah. But the woman who goes through it, you can see how, it affected them afterwards and how they are emotionally, just as far as their strength. Yeah. And it takes some development. But looking at you, right, mm-hmm. and seeing the reason why I have you here, seeing your strength, yeah. I would have never even guessed that because you yeah. are someone as far as having that strength, having that confidence, having that love within yourself. That's something I admire. Thank you. And just you sharing that with me just kind of makes like, wow, like wow. it's yeah. Wow. <laughs> I feel like um, it's something for me that had to be cultivated because even mm-hmm. after that experience, um, I feel like I definitely grew up in a very loving household. So sometimes you kind of think to yourself like, wow, how could I put myself through something like that? Mm-hmm. But it really is about loving yourself. And honestly, yeah. I feel like that's when I had a lot of love around me, but just kind of like loving the core of who I am. And as a woman, I feel like started after that point, like after I said, you know, no, I'm not going to take this anymore. You know, I have a child. She's looking at me and no. Yeah. So that's when it started. Like it was this whole journey and it was a process and it was hard and it didn't happen overnight. But you know, when that shift started, I just love who I became. I love who I'm becoming. And even being able to put myself in a position to where I can kind of pour that into younger girls to where maybe I can give them this information on loving themselves before they mm-hmm. get into a relationship like that. Yeah. Because I feel like, you know, some men within our society and our culture 
a lot of times they see that strength, they're intimidated. So they're like, hey, mm-hmm. how can I break that down? Break it down. And you know? so that the, that goes back to that dictatorship that we're yeah. talking about because they want to be the head hacho, exactly. whatever, the macho. Exactly. You know? And, you know, we talk about strength and this new era and this new chapter of my life is like I'm really just standing in my power. Like I'm not, if someone is feeling intimidated, I know that it's their problem and not mine. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going into a situation to try to dump, even if it's a man. Like, you're going to yeah. have to understand that this is who I am. Like, yeah. I will respect you as a man. And if that makes you uncomfortable, this is not for you. Yeah. Yeah. She did that with the whole confident smirk, like, okay. okay. <laughs> I love that. And so what would be now your third tip on the so, list? My third tip on the list would be, Knowing that it's perfectly fine for being a woman and having an assertive personality and understanding the power in that. And that was a great kind of piggyback off of what we were just speaking about because the world (laughs) will teach you that as a woman, you know, being powerful is masculine. Mm. So I feel like there's so much strength within that. My ex, he would actually say, I'm a loudmouth black woman. I don't really know what he meant by that, but I own whatever it is. If that's what you want to call me, listen, that's what I am. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to speak up, you know, and I'm going to speak up for myself. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Like, it may not look the way someone else wants it to look. This may not be for you, but at the end of the day, I'm going to be Amber. Yes. I love, and I just, I just wish you guys we had a video right now because your whole facial expressions. I know. I'm working on these facial expressions. It's like my grandmother. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Just like, just imagine that. Okay, whatever she's done, like that's that's what it is. So, and that's why I'm happy to have you in here because people need to feed off that confidence right there. Thank you so much. Um, And I would even say I mentioned my grandmother, but you know, as I think back and you. I feel like as you evolve, you start to kind of circle back to your life and the people in your your life and the things that you've been through that kind of cultivate you into who you are now. And like my grandmother, she's passed away, but she lived till she was like 93. I mean, and she was like the strongest woman on earth. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. you kind of think like, oh, wow, I got this naturally. This is not just something (laughs) that happened out of the blue. Like this is literally like in my veins. It's in your DNA. That's right. <laughs> Strong in those roots. Yeah. It's true though. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, it's so crazy for me. Like even for me growing up, my grandma, she's, like that too. She's very strong. And actually, I'm going to have her on the podcast oh, here too. How cute. Yeah. Oh, so she's going to be on the podcast. She's in LA. So it's going to be something different. She's never been on a podcast. Oh, so we're going to have to really that. edit and chop some things off of her. She's oh, <laughs> my gosh. That's how my—I mean, they just tell it how it is. Like, yeah. there's no filter. They're not thinking about, oh, what is this person going to think about me? Like, they literally they speak care. their mind. Like, they, listen, this is me. Yeah, this podcast should be called Do It Like a Grandma. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. Because they should. don't care. They That's hilarious. care, yeah, right? For sure. So now, as far as your fourth tip, did you have a fourth tip on there? I did not have a fourth tip, but if I would have a fourth tip, I would say, you know, just always be learning. Stay true and learn. Like, there's so much to learn. There's so many people who have been through what you've been through that you can kind of pull from, whether it's reading a book or whether it's like YouTube. Like, I, you know, always listen to Oprah. She's like my shero. And it's just like, there's so much you can learn at any point. Like, just 
keep learning and you can find strength with what they've been through. One thing that she always says is, you know, most of the rooms that she goes in are with white men, older white men. So before she enters the room, like she calls in the people who came before her and that's where she pulls her strength from. And like, I felt that because Mm -hmm. it's like, it's not just me that I'm here for, like Mm -hmm. I'm here for the people that came before me and then the people who are coming after me. Yes. So that just gave me like, when you said that, it gave me shivers. I was like, that is so true. You know, before I had this podcast, I went live on my Instagram and I asked people to ask questions okay. they may have. Perfect. So I have some questions for Yay. you. People who can hire someone, right? How do they, if they're not doing their job, or let's say they are doing their job, but they're not doing it good enough to where you're making profit off of it. So you're paying this person, but it's not paying you back. How do you resolve that situation there? And if it's not resolved, no matter how many times you speak to them, how do you let that person go? Okay, so there's two things. So we're talking about time and money. So even if something is not getting resolved and you're paying them, I think you have to go back to the benefit. Like, what is that person bringing to the table? You know, I'm really big on putting people in situations that they are good at. Like, I don't want to bring you on and you know, you don't have a passion for what you're doing for me. Like, and that I am just now building my team. So Mm -hmm. that's going to be a hard one because not everyone is passionate. You know, a lot of people are just going through the motions. And for me, because I do have so much passion, like that's going to be hard for me, but it's okay. Like, I'm sure there'll be a lot of trial and error and I'm okay with that. So when I do finally come to them and if something is done incorrectly, the only reason it would is because they're not good at what they do and you're not good at what you do if you don't have a passion for it. Mm -hmm. And then there's also that opportunity, the space for learning. I mean, we are here to teach them how things should be done. So then you also have to turn the mirror like, well, you know, did I walk them through the steps? Was I clear about, you know, what I wanted them to do? Those are very important as well. I love that. And then hard question how for someone who feels bad, and these are questions that I was getting on Instagram oh, for too. Sure. Someone who feels bad letting someone go, what advice would you give to them? <sighs> well, I just don't feel bad. I mean. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was just like, just the way you said that. <laughs> I just don't. Because listen, it's like a ship, right? At the end of the day, you know, it sounds very selfish, but this is my ship. I'm rowing this ship, you know, so that I'm able to create generational wealth for myself and for my family. So the moment that I start feeling bad about this ship not sailing, I probably don't need to be selling the ship. Mm. You know, there's a responsibility that comes with this position. And as long as I'm staying true to why I'm letting that person go, there's nothing wrong. Like, listen, if you weren't doing your job, what did you expect? Yeah, that's true. You know, at the end of the day. And I'm the type that will let you go and we can still go have lunch. Listen, we can. This is not personal. This is business. As women, because we're so emotional, we, you know, we like to intertwine the two. And it's okay that we're emotional. Like we have to own that. But at the same time, it's business. And then there's emotions like you can't. They're not the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. And 
people like to mingle in it. Me being one of them. This yeah. is a learning curve that I am learning as far as like don't mingle personal with business. And me, I'm the type of person that's like, Whoa, just yeah. give me a hug. I love everyone. And you can still love them. Yeah. But it's like, listen, I can love you. But if you didn't do what I paid you for, then you yeah. have like, why am I paying you? Mm-hmm. you just, and that's very clear. You, you know, it seems simple. But again, it goes with that. I'm um, just not standing in your power. Like my power is God has trusted me with this gift that I turned into a business. So I have to make sure that I'm doing the right things for it and keeping people on board who are not doing their job and are not helping push this thing forward is not in alignment with God wants me to do. Oh my God. Isn't she doing a good job? Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. I'm just like this. (laughs) Just listening to you. you. Oh my goodness. You're killing this podcast. I'm so happy I have you on here. Thank you for having me. Yes. And I know we gave out a lot of tips, a lot of advice. You gave us so much information, especially about just loving yourself, about how to run your business, how to separate personal from business, all these things. And I'm going to listen to this podcast over and over and over and over again to remind myself of everything that you're saying, because it's something us us as women in business need to hear. I'm really happy to have you on here. And what I like to do before closing a podcast is how has God guided you within your life and in your business as well. Wow. Okay. So we kind of discussed this in the beginning. And what I said was God is myself and my business. Like there's no way that he hasn't guided me. So honestly, and I talk about this with a lot of my like girlfriends on the phone and things like that. And it's like this next level when you finally decide to kind of surrender and trust God, like everything is in alignment, like with his will. And so, I mean, I don't think that there's like one thing that I can say that he hasn't helped me with. Like it's everything, like it is who I am, right? But what I will say is I'm thankful that my business is spiritually based Mm. so that when things are crazy, I have no choice but to kind of go back to the core of what it is, like to the core of meditating, to the core of connecting with God. Like that is my life. That is my business. I would even say when it came to this podcast, like a lot of times when things are going really fast, like I hate it when I'm like off my meditation or not meditating as I I would like. And then the podcast comes up and I'm like, whoa, I got to get on it. Like I have to make sure that my thoughts are clear and I'm kind of delivering what needs to be said. So it kind of, even things like this, get me back in alignment. And I'm mm-hmm. thankful for that. Yeah. And as far as we were saying meditation, tell us some tips on how you meditate because there's so many people that want to start doing that. And I think it's very important, especially with me, I meditate sometimes. I wish I did it more. I do pray a lot, but I think there's a way that you can combine both of the two. Yeah, definitely. And there's also a scripture in the Bible that you're supposed to meditate on the word. So it's good, like after you read the Bible, then you can kind of meditate in on what you just read and kind of let that sink in. I feel like meditation for me is just that sacred space where you can just quiet your mind. You talk about pointers and I just, I think that it's different for everyone. Like it's different from 
where you are in life and what you may need at that moment is just not always the same. But at the end of the day, if you're just kind of quieting your mind, aside from like all of the distractions that we already have, that's just most important. When did you start meditating and um, just what made you really say, you know what, this is what I really need to start doing? I mean, I've been doing it for a long, like, probably before my daughter was born. So it has to be about 15 years. Um, What I would say is that I'm an Aquarius and the core of us, we're always just curious about things. So I think that it started from maybe me like reading books and then just like talking to people and being curious about life. And then I, that whole thing, like when you're ready, the teacher will appear. Then all of a sudden, you know, when you're ready for that step, somebody will tell you about meditation once you've read about it and, you know, maybe seen a scripture like, oh, okay, maybe this is something that I should be doing. I will also say my family is very religious. Like a lot of my family is Muslim. And so I had this kind of transition to where, and I was actually Muslim as well, to where I, you know, kind of stepped outside of the religion. And I had a lot of questions. Like, I need answers about life. I need answers about, you know, who is God? What does God mean to me? And I think within that process, just kind of helped me learn to meditate because really what it is, it's just kind of speaking to God. If I can just, I can't speak to God if I'm not quiet, right? And so that was my whole process. Some great advice, girl. You. you gave so much great Thank advice today. So and this is your very first podcast. I know. Very so first. And she did nervous. a great, good job. She was nervous. I was like, <laughs> and look, she killed it. She Thank killed you it. So, much. so where can people find you? For sure. So um, my Instagram is I am Amber Nicole. That's Nicole N-E-C-O-L-E. My business Instagram is at Meraki, M-E-R-A-K-I, the word organics with an S underscore. And then you can also shop for products at ishopmeraki.com. All right. And is there any other platform they can find you on? Facebook, I'm at um, Meraki Organics Atlanta. I'm Twitter at Meraki Organics. I'm at TikTok Meraki. I'm in Atlanta. I mean, you can email me. We're here. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sis Start Your Business. Stay in touch and communicate with other listeners by joining my Facebook group called Sis Start Your Business. If you are on social media, follow my podcast, Sis Start Your Business, on Instagram at Sis Start Your Business. You can also follow me on Instagram by searching Mrs. Nicole Martinez. That's M R S dot N I C O L E M A R T I N E Z. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to share this podcast with your friends and other business owners.